Hey, what's up, Ant Farm? What's going on? Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen. Uh, you may know me from the ISO Comics podcast. You may know me from the Ming and Mike show. You probably know me as the Tom Steve Dave punching bag, whipping boy, guy who gets dumped on, uh, guy who always dresses up, I guess, asked to dress up in drag or Will Robinson outfits or as Catwoman. I don't know. But you may, hopefully, you know me from something. I'm throwing my full support and my full endorsement behind the hottest new podcast in the world, The Ant Farm. people get up and stretch i personally walking about makes me feel good i mean all the people in my life are ants we are immovable and unstoppable See you in the ant farm. What's up, y'all? This is Four Color Demon 843 coming at you from the depths of the ant farm. Episode three, it's taken a long time to get to this point. <laughs> I think I've rescheduled like a thousand times on this man. I appreciate him having the patience to come and show up. Um, Luke H. Brown, <clears throat> LH the VO. Hello. Are you still LH the VO? What's your Twitter name I'm- now? I'm LH the dude because the uh, dude abides. Gotcha. You know, I still to this day have not seen that fucking movie yet. Oh, well, you're fucking up, man. I know. Sort it out. I know. Yeah, me and J Sarge on the last episode were talking about that. He's like, I think he's LH the dude. I was like, man, I swear I thought he was LH the VO. Did you used to be? Or okay. I, yeah, I was. I, I I go through so many names. Like I, I was for a while. I was just Luke H Brown because I was tired of weird names but right you know i like a little bit of anonymity so i just went back to lh but okay i had to go with my southern california roots man yeah <laughs> dude is that where you're from <laughs> yeah born and raised southern california you know right by the venice beach and pier you know you just you i skateboarded every single day of my life honestly and i totally just cracked a soda so just you know you can't edit that shit out that's just the kind of thoughtlessness you get in southern california you know here's a fun fact we actually have to go to an extra year of grammatical school so we can learn to talk like this and communicate with the outside world. <laughs> Wouldn't that be it's, a trip it's, if it's that little, was true? It's a little known fact, but that's, I'm just letting you in on that. Oh, man, that would be fucking crazy if that was true. Right? Oh, man. I would love it. And that means that the folks down here in Mississippi would probably have to go to school for a couple extra years. <laughs> I talk shit about these people, but I've been here for almost 10 years. I guess I'm part of the, the collective at this point. Oh, your uh, your grandfather did, so to, so to speak. Yeah, lots of crazy craziness here in Middle Mississippi. I call it the Redneck what, Oasis. What, 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 what's like the what's the most mundane crazy shit, and what's the 
highest level of crazy shit because you know there there's <sighs> yeah it's all relative. You know, varying levels between each state and city well i haven't been to a lot of states um mm-hmm. i grew up in memphis and tennessee and, and memphis it's mostly just about different varying levels of racism and stuff that you find <laughs> in the south i mean oh, ignorance good. you know the yeah like i was telling my my other podcasting partner on the other podcast uh, you'd just be amazed at some of the shit that people will say to me thinking that I'm safe to talk around and I'm like uh, buddy you're barking up the wrong tree here man uh, I don't want to talk about racism on this podcast <laughs> I just realized I was falling racist. Down, fa- falling down a rabbit hole here uh, okay that's my happy no- thing that's my number tell him steve dave yeah there we go all right let's just end it there let's like that five minute episode where they just like fuck it drop oh. the mics and it just cuts out after rescheduling for a month i don't think that's gonna be a good idea and all those questions on twitter fuck they would right? be pissed well and then groupie she you know i talked to her and she wrote me up a small format because i'm not an interviewer man so um it's just a basic several questions and then the ants wrote some questions on twitter and i took screenshots of those i'm basically just going to keep all the same questions every episode and just kind of use them as generic questions after some of them i can't though because they're specifically there's been a yeah listener uh, questions or okay we interviewee questions i don't don't want to think of myself as an interviewer i just want to bullshit with you because I, i get nervous free form dialogue so, do you have a four color demon number? I do. Four color demon three one one eight. Wow, you got in early. Uh, no, three thousand one hundred eight. Three one one eight. Yes. God, see, I only took one hit, man. I just started, and I'm already fucking up. Maybe I should say. Well, this you time. better catch up, cause I'm like, like four bong loads in today. Oh man, I just woke up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Me and my daughter played up real late. <laughs> stayed up real late playing Minecraft. So. Oh fucking. Good times, man. Every podcast, I'm gonna talk about that shit. Every, I'm like, it's all right. How was this a Tell Em Steve Day podcast? And I'm over here talking about Minecraft again. You know, you you people buy into passion. Now that's why we buy into Tell Em Steve Dave. That's right. Because you know they they all have passions about you know either smashing stuff, comics, or being a firefighter. Uh, when did you start listening to the podcast? How how did that come about? Uh, so this is a great question. Every ant has their own origin story. Right. When I was a kid, I watched comic book men. And then for a while, I lost cable. So I didn't really have time to check out Impractical Jokers. Right. Which had gone on for quite a few seasons at that point. Um, and about four or five years ago, I had access to cable. So I started watching Impractical Jokers just because it was on and it was funny. And then, for whatever reason, I get this urge to go back and watch Comic Book Men. And it was still running at that point, so I happened to catch an episode after The Walking Dead, and I see the Tell Him Steve Dave shirt that Quinn is wearing on Brian. And I'm just like, well, so they must like the same thing. They're both the funniest people on both shows. Right. So... I started Googling what is TESD. This is Tell Him Steve Dave podcast on the Kevin Smith, you know, Smodcast Network. I was like, okay, Kevin Smith, I'm down. I'm down with that. If that's the foot that got me in the door, right. then so be it. But I listened to 
I forget the actual episode number, but Q returns to port. Oh, it's the yeah, episode, yeah. It's the episode where Sal's on it, so that was a big draw for me. Uh, and Yeah, I wonder why as, he hasn't been on more super, often. It was super fucked up. Yeah, uh, well, he's probably, well, Corona. Was that, uh, well, now, yeah. Recently. Was that the AIDS, yeah. the AIDS Keto episode? Uh, no, that's the one where they uh, did a listen back of the podcast that they did on the cruise. Oh, okay, okay. It was with the with the fucked up IJ fan fiction. And yeah, just yeah. Dom Herrera and just every oh, it had I think it had get him tain that's get entertainment on it as well. So just everything you really needed to <laughs> like understand what Tell Him Steve Dave was, and right. I just fell in love immediately. So then I did what every binge anyone who has binged does: you go back. To the start. Yeah, that's part just... of the reason why I don't remember anything, is because I listened <laughs> to it all, back to back to back to back. Uh, well, yeah. the first 50 or 60 episodes, I don't remember what time I joined in either, but I didn't start at any episode. Like, they were on maybe 50 or 60, but I started at 1, and I listened all the way oh, through. okay. So, so you were early. Yeah, it was, uh, I think I've said this before, I'm sure I've said this before, but... Um, a few, several, lots of years, I guess, at this point. God. Um, uh, my cousin married a professional wrestler, and he said, you know, you love Stone Cold. Do you know what a podcast is? He explained to me what a podcast was, and I listened to the <laughs> Steve Austin show. And I listened to about 100 episodes. I was working at FedEx, and I was able to listen to podcasts at work. And it... I love Steve Austin, but after about a hundred episodes in a row, you kind of get tired of the nostalgia. Anyway, I still listen every once in a while. So then the ass bullshit. Well, yeah, kind of, I really dig it though. Uh, and I ended up, I don't know how I switched over, I guess. Cause I was a stoner. I ended up on Jay and silent Bob get old. Yeah. I that's listen. a, uh, that, that, that's a safe segue. Right. I, I, uh, Listened to about 113 episodes of that, and then some of the stuff they said made me want to start listening to uh, comic book podcasts. So hmm. on one of some of them, you know, he had that commercial about coming to Smodco, listen to these podcasts. You know, I sell comics with hmm. me and Mike, and, and I'm tell like, him Steve Dave. Right, right, but that didn't register. Tell him Steve Dave. But it, I was looking for a comics podcast. They said I sell comics with me and Mike, and I'm like, hey, I'm. I think I know who Ming and Mike are. They're on that TV show, right? Yeah. Uh, and then after, I don't remember who was introduced first to an ISO Comics, Brian or Walt or somebody, but I'm like, holy shit, he's got a podcast too. We're doing this. And that was pretty much, that was history. And the I, ISO Comics ant, I guess. <laughs> I think I think that was Walt. I think I listened to the podcast enough. Yeah, because... Because uh, Brian Q, like, give him a bunch of shit for That's him what... jumping ship. And, and and Walt was all dignified about it because they treated him like a human being. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, but it's, and it's been, you know, TESD all the way for... Oh, absolutely. I mean, once you get the taste of that TESD, it's hard to go back. It's true. 
I'm sorry if I interrupted you. I don't know exactly what it was we were talking about before I started talking about that. No, I don't even remember. That, that's my problem. Stoners trying to have a yeah. straightforward conversation. Continuity is a problem with me. <laughs> All right. It's free flow. It doesn't matter. As long as we're enjoying ourselves. And it's entertaining to the listeners. Hi, listeners, by the way. <laughs> have I... Have, I've introduced the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, I think okay, so. Right. <laughs> How much weed do you smoke? Jesus. I've only had a few hits. I just, just woke up, though, so Wake and Bake really gets me sometimes. Okay. <clears throat> Your brain's in boot-up mode. Oh, God. Also, I want to see if this works. Hey, Siri. Okay. <laughs> Oh, were you expecting me to so, answer? So, so, no, no. Just so, sometimes I like to go to pub when when going to public was a thing. Is I would just walk around and just go, "Hey Siri, okay see. Google," right? <laughs> and just see whose phone I could trigger, just to fuck with people. Oh, I can't do it because I mean I text message and stuff and tweet oh, okay. with Siri, and mm-hmm. I'll talk. But either I'm a mush mouth, mumble mouth, motherfucker, or. I have a southern draw or something. I, I the fucking Siri never understands what I'm saying, and then I'll not spell check it, and I'll send it, and it's like you know, I sound like the sheriff. Yeah, no of rock. cursory glance. It's like yeah, it's right. Yeah, I sound so like you, the, you barely heard me. <laughs> what is it? She the, got it right the, the first sh- time. The sheriff of Rottingham from uh, Prince of Thieves or Men in Tights is at mm-hmm. boy this then there what. Oh man, the that that is such a difficult thing to do, to purposefully mix up all those words and then snap back into it and get it right. And it's like a, it's like a like a dyslexic stutter. Kind I don't of thing. I don't know, uh, I don't know who that actor is. I can't recall seeing him in anything else. But I really like like that um, movie a lot. You ever see Warehouse the the, the show Warehouse Thirteen? Uh, maybe episode one. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, he plays a bad guy in that one. Okay, uh, he's, that's cool. He's been in a couple things. That was he's had a, a great. That was a personality, a sci-fi show, movie. right? Yeah. Okay, I can try try to find it because I know Edge was in. Warehouse it's on uh, Amazon Prime right now for free. You Ooh. just got to watch ads, unfortunately. Is Amazon uh, Prime free? Yep. Well, I mean, if you have Amazon Prime, I either don't. the Amazon Prime Video is free. Okay. Yeah, I. That's why I had to buy. Jay and Silent Bob reboot on DVD, or I thought it was DVD. I bought it on Blu-ray on accident, so I'm just gonna sit here and look at it. I, <laughs> I think there's an app I can download on the the Xbox One to where I can watch Blu-rays. Oh yeah, yeah. If you, oh, you found Xbox One, then you can definitely watch Blu-rays. Okay, good. Well, actually, I don't know that. I'm a PlayStation guy. I just like. <laughs> I was just I, trying to give you hope. I, I was listening too. I was like, yeah, okay, cool, thanks. Damn. So was that your favorite episode, the first one that you came in on, the accused? Um, man, is that my favorite episode? Like, that's my because I love it because you know it's the one I came in on, but I don't know if it's my favorite. Shit, that's a hard question. Especially because there's like 468 of them. <laughs> I know. I can't even hardly... That's why I'm always in awe, and I've said it before. I'm in awe of like mm-hmm. Groupie and uh, Smod fan. Because, I mean, they, they got it. They'll tell you episode quotes, this and that. I mean, I know they have lots of notes to reference and stuff, but there's been too many times oh, yeah. where they've gotten back to me within seconds. I'm like, damn, what? 
Jeez, okay. Good job, guys. Very learned. Well, I mean, they're fanatics well, and a groupie. That's true. Yeah. If they if they if they don't know that shit, they're not doing their job. But I think I think with Tell Him Steve Dave, it's not so much about the episodes. It's more about the moments in them. Right. And that's what really stand out. But like if I have like are we talking free episodes? Or are we talking oh. Zoom bonus pods? Because oh. if, well, if I just bonus kinda, pods, I just kind of lump them all together. I know exactly. Okay, well then, Vinyl Cast Two is my f- absolute favorite thing. It's the funniest. It's everyone being their like the most savage. Ming comes yeah. out of nowhere and just decimates everyone. Ladondo, yeah. roast pussy, fucking legend. <laughs> just that's true. So many good things. I, mean, I couldn't even tell you myself what my favorite episode was. Like you what said. What would be your favorite moment? Favorite then? moment? Yeah. As like, far as so many as good far ones. as like impact that like made a a ripple within the whole anthill made the anthill kinda would be uh, I guess making hay. Oh that that kind of the first. Yeah, the started it all. I mean but then I really I really dug like the uh, 300 or which one was it? The ISO oh, Comics 300. Um, what oh, if yeah. ISO Comics was TESD? I did. I dug. Um, oh, I actually haven't heard that. It's pretty good. I mean, it's basically I buy comics, but it was before I'm I bought that. Um, I really dug the the bicentennial rap battle. I think 200. Um, yeah, the rap battles were pretty. Uh, if Ming would just good. take a couple of verses off the end of his his battle raps, he would probably be the best the best going on. Even though I guess technically he did win, but I have to disagree so wholeheartedly. If you listen to Q's rap, it's not only like good, but it's it flows like like good in lyric sense, lyrical sense, right and flows with like sunday sunday jeff sunday jeff is this guy fucking deaf <laughs> i don't remember any of it i just remember coming um, away thinking that ming did better I, that's a problem i don't remember last week either though so that everything i forget blurs. there there's a line i'm trying to think there's a verse in it um but it's a rap battle so i sell comics is kind of lame right it was fucking good. Yeah. That's what happens when I get stoned. I derail. No, that's we're on, we're actually talking about what I mean, it's a good segue too, because we're talking about uh music and rap and how did uh how did the Sunday Shuffle come about? How did you get involved Ooh. in that? Boy oh boy oh boy, the Sunday Jeff Shuffle. Because I just uh fucking... I just now got to listen to it. Um What were your thoughts on it before I share my I liked it see I'm not really good man it's good it was um, I don't know how how long did it take for you to come up with the, all that the verses and stuff uh, because I'm not good at callbacks like that I'm I really I've been listening to rap and hip hop since the late 80s um, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm really into it and I always have been but West I'm Coast? just West Coast uh, uh, Southern you prefer? Southern rap okay yeah I was in Memphis man 3-6 Mafia uh, Yo Gotti, stuff like that. That's the stuff that I came 
But Three Six Mafia's been doing stuff since the late 80s. And when it was hmm. literally, you could tell, they had a boom box, which is a box, a portable box that you put cassette tapes in, for those who don't yeah. know that. I'm not saying you don't, I'm just saying. <laughs> and it sounds like they recorded it in front of their boom box, screaming into a, a radio to record. And it sounds like it's in someone's basement, all their earlier tapes. Talk about underground shit. Real underground, yeah. yeah. Actual, literal underground. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, and that's, it's a little different. Because it was all violent and angry and rob you and this mm. and that. And very, very much unlike the, the Sunday Jeff Shuffle. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm, I was just that. Um, yeah. I, I gravitated I'm trying, more I'm trying towards. trying to segue us back into try it. To West, West Coast was where I gravitated when Chronic came out and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Everyone loved the Chronic. But everyone I've been, loves Chronic. But, right. Uh, but I listen to rap a lot is what I was trying to say. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not clever with callbacks like that i really liked it is what i was long story short good job <laughs> thank you <laughs> well what do you, do you remember any of the lines that really stood out that you enjoyed or oh dude like no. whose part did you enjoy I most could, um i think probably brian's yeah but i don't brian's really shined i don't remember because i listened to it once and I, I read the lyrics but man dude seriously my I'm, I'm a cement head. I really, I cannot, if I hadn't have talked to you for like three or four years, I maybe wouldn't even remember people's names and stuff. So it's just like, and I was telling J-Sarge this, I was like, man, people who change their names and their pictures all the time and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I did that to J-Sarge Social one time. Social can be like that. I was like, oh, hey, dude. I was like, I was trying to figure out, you were making references like we knew each other. And I'm like, who the fuck am I talking to? i I'm an, I'm a crazy ass, I guess. So how did that come about? <laughs> I hope for all Effortless you segue. You you oh I'm I'm about as heavy handed on the segues as possible. Anybody, I love it. Anybody straight to the point. Who has problems with two cement heads talking? I apologize. This is the way it is. You're listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah, sorry, y'all. <laughs> Well, um, it started off with just Jay Sarge hitting me up. Says, hey, I got this big project Walt's given me, and I want you to do the lyrics. It's called the Sunday Jeff Shuffle. He starts telling me it's going to be a... What is it? A parody of the Super Bowl Shuffle. And if you don't know what that is, go and look up into, into the YouTubes, type in Super Bowl Shuffle, and you'll see a... Kind of cringy video of two of... Kind of. What, who, who was it? The Colts? Who did the Super Bowl shuffle? I don't know, man. Um, a, a professional football team in the 80s were going to the Super Bowl, and as a part of a promotion, the managers or whoever made them do this had them... Had the major players rap. Says, "Hey, my name is Luke, and I'm 42. My da 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 da, and I'm gonna tackle you." Really? So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just because I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen it or anything yeah, like that. It's so. not good. It's that's, not good. That's it's, funny. It's, it's it's that was probably along the lines whenever the WWF had all their wrestlers doing albums and shit too. Yeah, probably. There was a whole music boom era, and just in all other media, it just wasn't nice or good for anything. Um, but yeah, so that was my concept and the problem 
that I had with that was it didn't tell a story. It's just a bunch of guys talking about how they play football. Right. So I went to, and I said yes to Jay Sarge, of course, um, because who the fuck would pass that up? I'm saying. So I went to, uh, what was the movie, the Mel Brooks? Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Men in Tights, right. Look at Robin Hood, Men in Tights. There's these little segues where these, uh, I guess, R&B rappers would sort of narrate <laughs> what happens, like yeah, what happens in between things so you can get caught up, and it's really entertaining. So with that sort of motif as well. And then I just started calling callbacks after callbacks, thinking about, you know, what Giddem might say and might want to say if Walt or if... You know, Walt wasn't there. Walt shows up. Sunday Jeff is goofing off. Everyone's not doing any work. Right. It's from there. And I think it took about, I would say, three days off and on writing. Hitting up Jay Sarge, making sure. Because that was the first song I had ever written. Literally. Damn. So... That's pretty he, good, then. He taught me about verses, and... Well, I knew about verses, because I, I used to write poetry quite often. But, like, how how the how it all match up in the song and all that other shit I still don't know. You <laughs> I should, just happen to get right. You should send them some of your poetry in and see if Sunday Jeff would rap it for you. Well, I would love to write... Two Live Crew, One Middle-Aged Jew. Right. That would, that would good. make me so I love happy. that. I've sent emails to Walt several times over the past, like, two years. I say several, maybe two times. And I've mm. like, I've suggested uh, Three Six Mafia. Because okay. I, I would love to hear Sunday Jeff talking about Robin and shooting people, man. That would just be so fucking <laughs> funny to me. Robin is shooting people. Well, it's like some of, the, some of the earlier episodes, they're talking about going down to the high school and, and Robin... Robbing kids of their lunch money so they can buy twenty sacks and shit like that. It's like real crazy junky ass. What's what? What's what? I I, I can kind of do a Sunday Jeff impression when he does Monster Dick. That's so what's what? What's what? Give, give me give me some lyrics or one song. Uh, I'm test this. Hold on, let me find some lyrics. This, fulfill, this fulfill be... loosely fulfill a fantasy of yours. <laughs> oh well, no. You say fantasy. The words I was fixing to send you that would not go along right. Oh, well, um, <laughs> you know, I guess it's all about perspective. Then. <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah, that could be closer, closer to it. Okay, I'll just send you the first first verse from uh, Juicy J. He's one of the 3-6 Mafia rappers. I almost want you to hear something. Send some... this to me on Twitter? E... Yes, I believe so. <laughs> I cut. <laughs> oh my god, this line. Have you heard okay. this song before? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, this okay, that's what I was saying. It's one of their big ones. <laughs> Slava Manab like a corn on the cob. <laughs> Check in with me and do your job. Lay on the bed. Give me a head. Don't have to ask. Don't have to beg. Sunday is my name. Sex is my game. Let's call the boys. Let's run a train. Squeeze on my nuts. Lick on my butt. I can't Natural curly hair, please. 
Don't touch. First, find a mate. Second, find a place. Third, find a bag to hide the whole face. Real name Rover. I said bend over. I'm sorry, man. I can't keep it together. No, no, I can can hear. I started to knock. Then came the odor. Smelled like mush. Should have had a whoosh. Told her to stop and take a douche. While she did that, I didn't want the cat. So I bounced out and never Never came back. Never came back. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be hardcore. I would love to hear that. That That's really good, though. I'm sorry. I really tried to keep it together, but there was no fucking way. That was better than I thought it would even sound. Right? I didn't so much. I did an impression, not so much matched his voice, but that's like. Yeah. Well, that that would be. I just copied there, there, and pasted. There's, a, there's a couple parts in there where I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, I'm gonna fucking lose it." Because like, let's call the boys. Let's run let's a train. Let's run a train. <laughs> Squeeze on the nuts. Lick on my butt. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, I just copied and pasted. I really didn't expect you to to do the whole verse, but that I couldn't. I wasn't gonna tell you to stop. That was too much. Oh, that's fun. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the kind of shit Three Six Mafia does. So I was really wanting to. There's some other really crazy shit like that too. Whew. And some people are like, "You enjoy music like that?" <laughs> I grew up on it. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's that that that's that's the good shit. The people rapping about whatever's fun and making people laugh. Like, uh, Bus Driver and, um, Afro Man. Right. Fucking hilarious, but also very smart. Busta Rhymes back in the day. Woo-ha and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Used to love some Busta, man. I actually tried to become a rapper. I know we've segued terribly from Tell Him Steve Dave, but... That's the way it works. I tried to rap once. I, I had a... I had the drive, but no talent. I had a rap name. But that was yeah. it. I was going to be called Whiteout. Whiteout? Yeah. Uh, so I took a page out of NWA and I went with TWG. It was going to be tall, white, and gangly. <laughs> how, t- how tall Let are you? Let me see if I still remember this flow. What? How tall are oh, you? I'm 6'1". 6'1". 6'1", okay. on a good day. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so check this out. Oh, boy. Let me see if I can remember this. Pull this out of my ass. I haven't done it in a while. Don't confuse me for humanitarian. Just call me Murphy, the most fucked up Irish American. A carne pandemonium with, fistful of, with a fistful of plutonium. Atom bomb on the mic and give me a chance. It'll be nice. Psych. Push me again, I'll blow up, making you throw up. So don't bother to show up, cause I'm too close to the edge. Lift you in the air without a care, only by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Better step back, my patience is wearing thin, cause I'm through with you. Spitting out this rhyme like pre chewed food. Oh, I just forgot the rest. <laughs> back up with the attitude, go back to bed, hit snooze. You're gonna lose your mind just in the nick of time. You're calling yourself Busta Rhyme? More like Busted Rhymes. Get the party started with Bacardi and Lime. Let's stop hating, come over to my pad, find out what's shaking, have some bacon with beer. You got nothing to fear, but keep your cool, you'll end up like that deer I hit last night. This is my plight. I will stand and fight for my right to chime in when I feel like I'm the man of steel. Cast out like an outcast and reel in the shark that took a bite out of the orca. Scorch or burn you like a pound of weed right off of my 
my noble steed. That's a horse, of course, for all you ingrates. This is my message to the state. Shut the fuck up. This is where I go irate. I like that. Yeah, there's more, but I don't want to do the rest. For some reason, because that was a lot, whenever you rap faster like that, it's, and since I'm such a fucking, I guess, pothead, I, I'm just low in the head. So it takes me a minute to register what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to double time that. Well, that's my problem. I mean, I can hear the words and they register, but they usually register like a second late. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm I'm just sitting there looking like a like a caveman, just staring, trying to concentrate on figuring which. Uh, just mesmerized by the flame in front of you. Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, do you agree with horse being the opposite of car? No, they're parallels. <laughs> That was one of the questions from last episode, and it just, <laughs> you, you said something about the horse and the, the something, and I was like, hey. Yeah, the horse, of course, for all you ingrates. That's it. Uh, no, well, see, I would say there is no exact opposite of a car. I would say boat. Boat. I don't think anyone said boat yet. Like, I don't think. I think I was thinking bike. Because well, before I had a car, I had a bike. Four wheels. Yeah, I know it's well, not opposite. So, so the, so the, I guess the feet. selling point for me is the wheels. A horse-drawn buggy has wheels, therefore it's a parallel. A boat, though it's a mode of transportation, has no wheels. Oh, I never. A rocket ship has no wheels. I never thought about like a horse-drawn carriage. I just thought of a horse itself. That was my first thought. When I okay. heard, what is the opposite of a, like, a I, car? I suck at dyslexia, dyslexia, by the way. I really suck at it. They've, That's okay. They've done, Everyone sucks at dyslexia. They've done, what, like two dozen of them? Maybe a little yeah. more? Yeah. I've maybe I hate to say two. it. Maybe two. I hate to say it, but when Walt was doing the dyslexia things at the end, I, I skipped them. Well, I never skipped I, them, but I was always late. Because I, I tend to binge. I'll go, you know, mm-hmm. two or three weeks and then save them up and I'll listen to them all at once. So all that kind of stuff, the giveaways and the contests, I, unless somebody specifically hits me up in DM or something and says, hey, they're doing something, I, I never, that's the only reason that I was able to get the 843 Four Color Demons number was because someone hit me up and said, hey man, they're doing this, you need to go on and do it. Time's a ticking. What's up? We're in here recording. He can't see you, but that's Luke. Say hi to Luke. Hello. Hello. Okay, go in there. We'll be done in a little bit. I know you're bored. I'm sorry. We'll play Minecraft in a minute. A few. Several. Well, that didn't... 38 minutes. That's We're doing good. I thought that would have happened a lot sooner. Yeah. I mean, I forgot we were recording, to be honest. It, yeah, sometimes. That's, that's what I try to... That's my goal. Because, you know, I... I don't really want to interview. I just want to talk to people. So when I forget that we're actually recording, that's what I'm trying to go for, which is easy because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking cement head. But sometimes I get it in my head because I got these notes in front of me. We just get a leg up on it, you know. <sighs> have you met any ants in the wild? In the wild? No, I have not. It's so, so sucky, man. I don't know anybody who's... Well, as a West Coast ant, it's a little bit tougher for me as well because... We are far more spread out, especially in California, which is where I'm from right. and live. Uh, there, there's a couple that live near me, ish, uh, but you know, 
especially now with Corona and stuff. But oh, well, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, the first time I was gonna meet all the ants was gonna be the tenth anniversary. Yeah, I might. I maybe can make it now that it's been pushed back another year. But I mean, there's I no so. there's no telling. I mean, this shit doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. So. Yeah, and I, I'm not taking any chances. If even the if there's no vaccine, I'm not doing anything. I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, I I have to agree with that. I'm a diabetic, so I'm at I, risk. Yeah, I have asthma so. pretty bad. So it, it's and then I'm not going to get into all that. Nobody wearing masks around. <laughs> that's I'm just, that's a four hour rant right there. But yeah, in Mississippi, there's no ants either. I think there's a couple in Tennessee, but I'm in. West Tennessee. You got Maxwell and well, Maxwell's in East Tennessee, and that's still a good okay. three, four hours away. Because we stopped, yeah. we stopped by his house to do a podcast after the first time we went to the stash. We just took like a forty-five minute detour and went went around through Smyrna, Smyrna, Smyrna hmm. or Smyrna. I don't remember how you pronounce it. Uh, it was fun. I dig Mac, uh, Maxwell's a really good cat. Uh, I met him at a con too. Whenever Mike Mike got uh, ordained as a minister, so he could renew me and my ex-wife's vows for us <clears throat> at Walker Stalker. Oh, fucking a. Yeah, it was real cool. I actually have talked to J Sarge about this last episode too. Um, that was when I met Smod Fan and his wife. <clears throat> I met Stuart. I forgot his Twitter handle. It's like Stu sixty seven or numbers. Uh, I don't fucking know. He, he's mm. he's a really cool dude too, and. Uh, you know, we took pictures and all that stuff. And when they introduced me to Smodfan, he's like, hey, Smodfan. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. I'm... Uh, oh, I have to edit that up. I'm trying not to have my name on here. I'm going to ask you about that in a little bit. But you can keep telling your story. Tennessee. Okay, right. Um, and he was like, Smodfan. I'm like, cool. Hey, what's up? And I went and sat down because I'm thinking to myself, yeah, we're, we're all Smod fans here. I mean, well, I, but then after I sat down for about five minutes, maybe ten minutes, it occurred to me smod fan from twitter and so i got back up and went over there and apologized and then was like hey sorry man what's up what's going on what's up baby oh it just it just, it just occurred to me sorry she's staring at me what you need baby like completely and we're back yeah and that completely threw off what i was saying that's all right probably for the best so do you have a, a least favorite episode <sighs> it, it, it hurts me because i love the episode but I'm such an audio snob that I can't stand oh, to listen to it. Oh, right, right. You do, do you know? Can can you guess what I'm talking about? There's a couple of episodes that had like buzz in, or and and I'm not really complaining, and I've never really voiced this. The only episodes that really unnerved me was hearing um, <clears throat> the click. The, oh god chewing or microphone yeah with father lance i was so upset okay i don't remember uh, i can't i don't remember specific episodes i just uh, people chewing and f- eating and drinking sodas and swallowing oh. and that's what gets me so we're, we're talking about different things then. right yeah uh if you go to find the first time father lance is on is on the pod um you hear what sounds like a like adjustment of like the microphone, like someone's touching the microphone and you hear like this oh. click and the moving sound. Yeah. I, have like a, a, I never picked up on that. And 
Oh, I don't know how you couldn't. Well, most of the episodes I and, listen and, to, I listen to at work. So there's lots oh, of stuff okay. going on around me, too. So mm-hmm. unless it's really, really super obvious, if it's just some subtle stuff, I don't... No, it's it's pretty obvious. Like my, uh, Ming had <laughs> Ming, Ming Ming had had taken the the good microphones for whatever reason. Oh, I remember that him he took to them to LA. LA. Yeah, right. Yeah, and all the episodes before that were just unlistenable. Well, they're 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 listenable. You can get through it, but it's rough. It's hard, especially if you have like the ear for audio, like I try and do. Yeah. Just hearing that noise, it's like a. Uh, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. And especially because I interrupted Father Lance when he was talking about, you know, Father Lancey stuff. Absolutely. I guarantee you could. You may have to be, you know, clean and sober for that one, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gonna hit all the hot buttons. Corona. <laughs> racism. Politics. Politics. Racism. Religion. What the fuck? Fuck it. I love it. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't hear none of this in the actual episode, so... I'd love to hear this in the actual episode. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's the best part. Not until I get the... Get... We can't help but say how fucked up the world is. Oh, Because the... we tell it like it is, right? But yeah, you totally could have Father Lance on here. See, I'm just... Like I said, I feel more pressured on this podcast than I do any of the other ones that I've done or currently do. Because I don't want to let the ants down, so... I was trying to start off with people that I knew, because mm-hmm. um, I've had a couple people DM me and be like, "Hey, put me in line. I wanna, I wanna be on the podcast." And I've been like, "Okay, you know, I'll let you know sometime." But um, yeah, I, 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 if I, I'll eventually will get everybody that wants to be on on, but I, I would like to get these nerves out first. Yeah, establish some ground. You yeah. know, establish yourself as well. Well, that that's kind of the thing. I. I want to establish the podcast, but I'm not trying to publicize myself. Well, there's publicizing yourself and being letting yourself be a part of it, you know? Like, you, you won't even say your name. Well, I, and, I know. Well, see, like, the thing was, there's been multiple episodes. I don't know if it was because they were talking about another podcaster or if they really meant it in general that they didn't really have respect or they didn't like other podcasts that did a podcast about podcast another podcast you know what i'm saying there's been like yeah but and they they didn't like that and they didn't want to sign off this is for the ants by the ants right and that's why i decided to do this and whenever i emailed walt and and told him this was my idea and i gave him you know there was like four or five names uh, and I said, look, I'm not trying to make a name off myself. I'm just doing this to have fun. I want the ants to get to know each other. This is just a little thing, you know, just like the Zoom calls. But, but I, you know, this is different, you know, audio format. Mm-hmm. And he said, I like Ant Farm the best. I was like, cool. So He gave you the stamp of approval. Yeah. That's... So just because, just because you're not inflating your name doesn't mean you can't have your name on it. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't take uh, much... I've said that I'm host of Always Bet on Geek and Eight Four Three and all that other stuff. So I mean, it's like it doesn't take much to figure out. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep as just the I'm Eight Four Three for now. Just another ant in the anthill. I respect yeah, that. That's that was what I was going for. Because <clears throat> I'm I'm not special, man. I've I've done some cool things, but I'm just one of the ants. So. 
All right. No fucking A. This is one from last episode, too. If you were stuck on an island with any anyone from TESD town, who would you? Who would it be? Yeah, I thought about this question for so long, <laughs> and I would like to have an out. I would like to bring an additional person because I'm a diabetic. A couple weeks in, I'm dead. <laughs> you need someone who can so, who can create insulin who, who can, for you. No, I was going to say someone who could hang out with the other person. Oh. <laughs> After a couple of weeks, I'm gone. So yeah, you don't don't yeah, count they're, me. They're 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 using me for you know, for food for sustenance at some point. Oh god. Yeah. So for just I mean, for a couple so, of weeks, so you're I just gonna eat your ass out? off. I'm just gonna take care of y'all. Let me eat. Uh, sure. Ooh, I mean, why me, not? Th- who yeah, who okay. would the two people be? So. Right. Nina Rad and Britt Hansen. Oh yeah, they would have because a good they're, time. they're 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 best friends, and they'd yeah. be like, you know, right. we could be on a desert island together. That'd be great. Oh my god, we would have such a great time. Desert island, Steve, Dave, drink Jack <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it'd be paradise oh, for then, two weeks. Oh, looks dead. <laughs> oh well, it would be a couple of weeks of sorrow, and then a, the rest that'd be more paradise. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, you know, I, I'd have like a little monument probably <clears throat> somewhere. Like like a little stack of rocks by a waterfall, real nice. That's, kind of morbid. Yeah, that's awful, man. <laughs> Jeez, it's a little dark. A little bit. God. But at least I understand it more than Lost. Fuck. Man, I don't give me. St- I mean, so so I'll, I'll give two answers then before we get Fucking into the conversation lost. about Lost, oh. which is I, I I liked Lost, but if I. If my diabetes was cured and I got to spend a lot of the rest of my time on an island, I feel like Chris Ridiculous, uh, at Chris Ridiculous, would uh, oh, a pretty funny guy. He's fucking hilarious, and but he's morbid enough to like keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Right. Real enough, but morbid enough to. Yeah, with... make an island like you're you're doomed to be in an island for the rest of your life if you can't joke about it right you're fucked and I guess this is assuming the desert island has all the anemones for you to be able to survive on it yeah I assume it's so. just a, a barren island otherwise Fuck. yeah just like a little spit of land <laughs> with one palm tree in it like like the fucking Spongebob the cartoon, transition right? scene yeah oh Dude. no years later god damn it Luke why did you bring me on this fucking island? <laughs> sorry. I thought it would be fun, left? man. I'm sorry. <laughs> man. <clears throat> you killed me with a coconut. That'd be a great story. Well, I mean, if he survived to tell it. <laughs> he gets picked up 30 minutes later by a boat. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. It's like, damn. Oh, you could have survived if you just had patience. What's all that blood on the beach? Oh, I, uh, I had to, I had to club a seal. I was starving out yeah. here. Where's the seal? <laughs> this is a desert I island. <laughs> I had to kill a penguin, <laughs> sir. We're in the tropics. <laughs> There's no seals. Well, penguins. Madagascar has penguins. That's true. That's mostly savanna. <laughs> hey, I'm just no, no, yeah, that's my we, fucking get him it is. bursting through the door. All right? No, it's fine. 
Oh, man. Okay. Oh, uh, man. Have you met any of the guys? Have I met any of the guys? No. I wish. Oh, was that the I'd like to meet Walt. Walt's really, really a good dude. The one that I've had the most yeah, his, dealings with. He's a real good dude. His interactions with the listeners have been just phenomenal. Yeah, he's... Since the Patreon has started. Well, since bef before that, if you, uh... I don't know. He, he's always been... Well, he started off as Lurker been. Walt. Right. Now he's... WF. Motherfucking at Sunday Jack. That's right. Damn right. Follow him on Twitter. At Sunday Jeff. But yeah, he's a good guy. Oh, one thing I didn't say about the Sunday Jeff shuffle thing. Um, I did have a couple uh, interactions with him during that um, with Walt. Oh, cool. And just to make a just so I can make a couple changes, and then once I once it was all laid out, J Sarge sends me this screen cap. Sends me this screen cap that says, you know, KMUSE two. It's perfect, and I'm just like, yes. I that that moment. Oh, that's awesome. Was such a like, I, I made the guy I've you know been listening to, to for years happy, or at least fulfill his vision in you some can, way. You're gonna print it out and put it in the frame. It's perfect. Oh yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> he said, "Oh yeah." Well, come on. <laughs> the, the story's nice, but you know, and the the, the the vinyl itself is more than enough proof. It's got yeah. my name on. It's got my lyrics. That's true. That's pretty awesome. I, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to get the, the album itself. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't a... Because I, I had canceled Patreon for a minute because I had to actually sell some of my merch because my rent oh, and stuff. Yeah, there's... Uh, everything that I got rid of was mostly patches and stuff, and I've gotten back almost everything except for a Baron patch. Um, I had the vinyl, vinyl Cast 2 signed by, like, everybody and Chris Lodondo... He went to the stash and signed it for me. Oh, fuck it, ain't. Yeah, he, he's pretty cool too. Oh yeah. When I met, I him, love Lagando. When he I met him, shit, he was. But... Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I guess I've heard every episode, so I know all the reasons they give him shit. But <laughs> I, I don't. I, I like him. He's he's a cool cat, man. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than the vinyl cast too, and uh, the little Q bobblehead from True TV, everything else I can I can get pretty easily. There's definitely people selling it on eBay. Fucking yeah, but I'm termites. Yeah, well, I mean, I understand because I I even felt yeah felt bad. I even emailed, like I said, I emailed Walt about it and said, look, I always said I would never sell any of this stuff, and but I'm in a bad shape. I feel awful, and I, I he was like, dude, do what you got to do. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Don't worry about us. And I've then in that moment, I'm like, why? Why did you even bother him with this shit? You know what I'm saying? But I felt bad because, mm -hmm. so I mean, to an extent, I can. It's a loyalty. I can... you got loyalty to the brand, right? Yeah. And uh, like I, I, I can understand if people have to put stuff up on eBay, but what gets me is when they charge exorbitant <laughs> right amounts. Though, 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 those aren't the people that are struggling. Those are the people that not not necessarily, but. You know, like the people who are selling the patches for thirty bucks when they're cost fifteen or free or, or if the you twenty, just yeah, do free. You know, you know, exactly. It's not cool. And I mean, who, who, like, it's like the like ticket scalpers who jack up the prices 
Right. Because they know people are going to want them. Like, I want to go up on, and everybody who bids on all these Kevin Smith items and stuff, sign DVD up for $70. I'm like, dude, call the stash and get them to send it to you for 20 bucks. <laughs> Everything at that store nice, they is make. signed. <laughs> everything. Kevin Smith signs his, puts his name on everything at the stash. Just ask for a signed one, and they'll tell you if they have it or not. Almost everything. I have all the Kevin Smith movies, and they're all signed because I just bought them at the stash. <clears throat> There's an What's your favorite Kevin Smith you. movie? Who? Sorry to interrupt your train of thought, by the way. No, you know. I don't know if there's a favorite one. You know, Clerks got it started, so that that's a big one. But then Strikes Back, Mallrats. I haven't seen Reboot yet, even though I, I own it. I liked uh, Yoga Hosers. Ralph Garman's a fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, Ralph absolutely. I, I'm really tempted because he's been doing the Ralph Report for a couple of years now, and they, he does, like, the Monday show for free, and it's up on mm-hmm. iTunes. I think the bottom tier is like three bucks or something. I might have to to join up because all the Babylon episodes are there now, and it's it's man. I'm on the Kevin Smith Club, and I just signed back up for uh, TESD. I'm back on the Fire Ant. Okay, actually, I'm a Bullet Ant this month, and then I'm going to go back down to a Fire Ant. That's the Bullet is the fifty sixty. 60? Okay. I'm not sure. There's some good stuff coming on the 60, from what I hear. I mean, I'm not sure if I can afford $60 a month. I just... And you also get all the other stuff from way back then when you were only at the $20 tier. Because there's a couple things, a couple... uh, I've missed two cycles. Old streams. I've missed two cycles. I missed the uh, cassette tape, and I missed uh, the one before that. It's been almost a year. Yeah, it's it, it's been longer than a year since the Patreon's been up. No, I'm saying since uh, I've been in the Patreon. Oh, okay. Because it's been up yeah, for so you, a you've couple. missed some stuff. Yeah, I've missed like two. This would have been the third cycle I missed, but I got this cycle. So I'm gonna try to keep the sixty dollar up for this cycle stuff, but I really, mm-hmm. I really kind of want to know what's in it. <laughs> I, I I don't know yet. I haven't really asked around yet either, though. He's got to follow TESD Town. Oh yeah, I could ask Tommy. He's the one who designs all the stuff. That's right. I keep, like the, I the, keep the forgetting. The Baron is his design. Yeah, I keep fucking forgetting, man. Not too good, bitch. <laughs> right. You know what? That was probably one of my favorite episodes. Uh, let's see, Melody, uh, Cade says can Christopher Walken say hi to us but then there was somebody else who said something about Christopher Walken quit playing with your dinghy oh okay also Nikki Branco says if you could have worked on any studio what studio Ghibli Ghibli movie Uh, which one would you choose and if you could do an impression of it as Christopher Walken what before just because uh, I feel stupid now what's Ghibli uh, studio Ghibli is a Japanese animation studio. They claim to be not anime, but animation films. Um, have you ever heard of Princess Mononoke, yeah. um, Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle? Right, right. That's all Studio Ghibli. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so if I could have worked on, I assume she means as a voice actor. Uh, that's tough because they're so well voiced. Um, but one person I really, or one character I would have loved to have played was the cat from, um, Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Just, just the cat was so emotive and just had such great sly lines. Right? Yeah, I've seen just that like, one. Like, I haven't seen a lot of them, but I've seen that one. Kiki. Um, yeah, that, that, that's the character I liked most. But what was the second part of that question? Um, do 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 an impression of Christopher Walken or a Christopher... Or an, which or do an impression uh, what, of Christopher Walken in that movie? Yeah, I think so. If you could have worked on any Studio Ghibli movie, which would you choose? And you do of of it as Christopher Walken. See, so I don't think that Christopher Walken <laughs> would cat. be perfect for that role. <laughs> I want him to do Howl. Like, I think Christopher Walken as the voice of Howl would be great, and I. So I'll let you decide as the host. Would you want to hear Christopher Walken doing the voice of the cat? Because I'll type up, I'll look up lyrics or lines right now. You know, I think whatever you feel more comfortable with would be a better impression. So if you think I, that I, I enjoy be a better, challenge, then I also enjoy requests. So, well, the re- I guess the cat then. <laughs> so I was trying to give you your out, but you didn't want want to. So I guess. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> Cat's name is Gigi. Gigi. <clears throat> Where is it? You'd think they'd never see a girl and a cat on a broom before. <laughs> well, well, well. Hello, kitty. Huh? Pardon me, Miss Snooty Cat. Smooth. Very smooth. You definitely know how to make a good first impression. Um, so yeah, uh, I really... You know, he, he has short lines, so Chris Walker doesn't really get to shine much. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I remember I... I think... Did I... Did I have you do something for Always Bet on Geek as Christopher Walken? Uh, or did I just think about asking you a whole lot but never did? I th- I remember doing something for. I I know I did something in my voice. Um, okay, I, I don't remember. I, I listed off all the stuff that, that that geeks do. Do you like do you like rocket ships and and all this stuff? Well, you know what geeks made those. That's why. I oh geek. right, okay, okay, something like that. I I, th- I could have done something like a little. I I don't know. Always bet on geek. Thinking about cow, something, like something more cowbell or dude, I don't remember. It's been we've only I've only recorded one episode in a year. I've always been on geek because of the. <clears throat> I'm like everybody else. I have mental problems. And I have a hard time pulling out whenever I fall into the hole. Sometimes. So here's a howl quote. That's pretty dramatic. Okay. Give up. I see no point in living if I can't be beautiful. You're wearing that hat after all the magic I used to make you dress pretty? 
There you are, sweetheart. Sorry, I'm late. I was looking everywhere for you. This charm will guarantee your safe return. Don't worry, I'll follow behind you in the skies. Now off you go. I love Christopher Walken, dude. I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't torment my friend. And as much as I like him, I still, I, I couldn't even tell you more than two or three movies that I've seen him in, even though I know I've seen him in, seems like dozens. Well, it's, everyone knows the, the lines and the quotes and, like, even, like, the covers they know. Like, King, Gang, uh, King of New York. I haven't seen it, but I know the right. cover or the... I want to say album artwork, but that's not fucking right. Movie poster. There it is. Yeah. yeah the- and I'll do one more. I'll do one more Howl's Moving Castle, and then we'll move on from that. Okay. Looks like we have another addition to the family. Hmm. You've got quite a nasty spell in you too, huh? Seems everyone in this family's got problems. Yeah. There you go. Cool. There you go, Nikki. Nikki Branco. I have a hard time with people's names. I think I... I don't know what the hell I said last episode. I, said, I think I said Blanco or some shit. And then I read it and I'm like, I was like, there's no L in that word. <laughs> Jesus. Man. Ugh. Is it harder to stand out if people can't see you when you're doing your voice work? Um... No. That was from... Uh, and here's the reason Jeff. why. Um, so... Jeff, good question. Because uh, when you're doing voice work, if you're good at voice work, people shouldn't be thinking it's you. They should be thinking it's a completely different person. So when I do Christopher Walken, you're hearing Christopher Walken talking to you, not Luke H. Brown. Because there's that... suspension of disbelief. Like, when I do any other voice that you already know, and it's close enough, your brain sees the movie happening or that character talking. Like, Stitch. Stitch talks like this. Look, it's Brown is a completely different person. So, I say I love the Ant Farm podcast. It is Stitch saying it. Not Luke H. Brown. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm like a... I'm an old school role player, so I I get the whole going into character thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But as far as getting noticed, that's... uh, Those are two really different questions. So standing out is not what voice actors do, but standing out as far as a voice actor that requires exposure and being in the industry and having the right knowledge and the right abilities for what category your voice gets put in. And that all is based on your age or range and what voices you know you can do like scott melvin um no menville scott menville uh he's the voice of robin in teen titans Hmm. he's like 
I think he's late 30s, early 40s, and he sounds like a child. He sounds yeah. like a teenager. So, you know, it's really about what you can do, what opportunities you're given, and who you know in the industry that can give you those opportunities. Right. Okay. I feel like I feel like I kind of I fucked up that question, but that's a that's kind of a tough one. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, if if anybody could just put a finger on it, it would you know more people would be doing it and would be successful at it. Well, anyone can do voice acting. It's just <clears throat> to right to stand out in the industry itself. It's hard to. It's like you say. It's hard work, knowledge, who you know, and you know a little luck probably. Wouldn't yeah, hurt a lot of luck. Definitely a lot of luck because there's a lot of voice actors out there. Because you think about all think about all the voices you hear in commercials; those are all voiceover people. Right. Think about all the people who do only narrations and plays; those are voiceover people. Yeah, I, I mean, I've yeah I've thought a lot about it. I'm not good with voices, but I, a couple of years ago I started trying to edit together like a story, and I was editing mm-hmm. everything down to the crickets in the background, the storms, the everything, to the foley. Right, everything. I was putting it all together, and I was looking for people to do voice work for me. And the people who were considered themselves like voice actors, they were charging me. And I'm like, this is a stupid little project to play around with. I'm not, I can't, you know, do that. But then I've, I'm not a writer either. I like started in the middle of something and then kind of made a couple of skits and then was like, nobody wants to do this. After the fourth person that was like, no, dude. I think I'm good. I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. (laughs) That sucks. Gotta start small. Yeah, I mean, I just got discouraged and stopped. But ever since I started looking into that, I started paying attention to the the voice stuff. Me and my daughter get on YouTube and look at, like you said, Teen Titans and all the shows that she likes. And she loves, she finds out she loves Tara Strong a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Tara Strong's great. who, Who doesn't love Tara Strong? I mean, but... She didn't realize that Tara was so many of the voices that she loves in some of these cartoons and stuff. And I didn't realize she did so many voices. I knew she did several dozen, but I didn't realize that she was on the 40, 50 yeah. range and stuff. It's like, damn, she's that? She was in that one? She, fuck, okay. She's Timmy Turner and Fairly right. Odd Parents. She's yeah. Ben Raven Tim, and Raven. Uh, Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles. Uh, one of the she my was little still ponies. pickles in Rugrats. Yeah, My Little Pony. Yeah, lots of shit. Batgirl, impressive amount. And a couple of Batgirl. Yep, yep. Harley Quinn. She was Harley Quinn after the first one stopped doing it. Hey there, Mister J. Yeah, it's like holy fuck, dude. She's awesome. And then, man. Okay, next question. Um, Nina Red, if you had to listen to one episode of TESD over and over for the rest of your life, which episode would you pick and why? Oh, man. I guess that would have to be your favorite what? episode, right? Yeah, but <laughs> there's also, like, entertainment value. Just right. for, like, what there was one. Um, I think it would be the Pod Olympics, honestly. That was such a great episode. It was it was all game heavy. It was very game heavy. It wasn't the one with the White Castle. It was the one where Ming wins in the end, which is a Was that the one very... three championship or was that a different one? I think that was I think it was the first time they did the rap battle. Okay. Okay. And 
Yeah, Ming that was in like the one seventies or something like that. I think. I would believe so. Because uh, it's before the bicentennial battle. Right. I remember the bicentennial um, rap battle was two hundred, but I don't remember many, many numbers like that. So. Yeah, I think one seventies is right because that's you know, within that building up that rap, because they they started it and then people we want more we want more and then it built up to that two hundred. Right. Um, so th- I think that one, that episode, I can't recall it right now, but that episode was fucking great. And I, I could listen to that over and over. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't, like, yeah. I'm just repeating myself. Yeah, I have a terrible memory. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Abby, <clears throat> how did you get started? What has been your most rewarding project so far? And what is your white whale? Oh, Abby. Abby, Abby, Abby. Abby something. <laughs> Abby something. Abby Ant. Abby normal. Man, so I are you telling me there's an abnormal brain <laughs> in a six foot seven, 300 pound gorilla? gorilla? Is that what you're telling me? Quick, give him the two, two words, right? Yeah, yeah, Frankenstein, dude. I've seen that movie more times than I think Star Wars, and that's saying something. Um, so voice acting, how did I get started? That's a good question. Everyone has their origin story, as I said earlier. I guess I have a couple. I was pretty much lost at this point. This is actually the same about the. This is right before I started listening to Tom Steve Dave. Um, pretty much. What was I? I was like a twenty-something, twenty-five, twenty-six. Nothing to do, working a catering gig. It's absolutely miserable. Um, you know, not not miserable at the food job at that time because I enjoyed it for that bit of time uh, or that time frame. Um, but I was directionless. You know, I have all of this creativity. I am making food. I'm not writing anymore. I'm not doing all this stuff. And I'm at this bar and I run into my lounge singer friend and he says his his voice coach is doing a workshop for two weeks it's 45 bucks up front pretty cheap so I go there uh, I go there the first night and as soon as I step up to that microphone and I have that script in front of me I'm in the studio I'm looking around and I'm in this actual sound booth, and I see people in the next room across that soundproof window. And I do that first take, and I feel something so good. Like, all the impressions I used to do as a kid, all the times I spent talking to myself as an only child, you know, pretending to be other people, like, it all just came together. And it was, and I was fucking awful. <laughs> But I practiced and practiced and practiced because I fell in love with it. And, you know, the rest they say is history. And uh, what were the other two? That was a three-part question. Uh, Most proud of and white whale, Mm -hmm. I think. Most proud of. Uh, Well, it's not a voice acting project. But Sunday Jeff Shuffle is something I'm very proud of voice acting project well each project I've done that I've set about doing was very 
was very rewarding because there were big steps in my creative process and my ability to create and understand audio. Um, but the first thing I'm really proud of and probably not that many of the ants have heard of or even know about, um, there is a, do you know what a creepypasta is on the internet? Uh-uh. So essentially it's just a spooky story that exists solely on the internet. Um, and there's a story called Ben Drowned, which is a ghost story about a haunted video game cartridge that ruins the life of a college sophomore and took about a month to record and edit and get it all done. But it came out to be about an hour and a half of audio. Oh, cool. And in that process, I learned it's not very good listening back. But, you know, I really learned certain inflections and certain, uh, I guess, self-taught techniques that can help someone, or at least help me, get to certain emotional ranges. And that was huge for me. Um, because anyone can emote big emotions like anger or sadness or really happy. But to get that sort of conversational, thinking out loud tone was really complicated and difficult. But after recording for about a month, I... I could say that I really nailed it. And that right there is kind of the example of that whole podcast or um, story. Just one person reporting and documenting on all these strange experiences. So it had to be very introspective. Yeah. So that was the, the, the that first big... The first big project is that first I can do this type moment for me. So that's what have to be my most proud so far. That's pretty cool. And white and white whale is um I've never even seen like a professional booth set up. Oh, it's it's really cool. I mean I've Just, I've seen a couple of voice actors on Twitter and they have their own little setups at home and stuff, but I I assume that's probably different than like a studio setup. Look up um it's well it's really just that 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 micro setup. Uh if you look up James Arnold Taylor, he has a really cool home studio. That voice is real familiar. Uh, that name is real familiar. Uh, he does Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. He does uh Johnny Test. He does um Leonardo from the that animated movie not too long ago from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um what was it? He's done the Flash a couple times. He was he was Obi Wan Kenobi in the animated that, Star Wars that's series. It. Clone Wars. Okay. Anakin, what are you doing? Man, I love that fucking show. I can't believe I like delayed on watching that for so many years. It was good, dude. It was fucking. Did great. you Did you watch the finale, the last season? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. 
I I I want to say that I've seen it, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, it just came out. I I like in May. Oh, it or just came out. They released the seventh season. The Disney Plus uh, released the seventh season, and it f- picks up where the sixth season left off, and um, a different various things that if you haven't seen it, there's I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't have Disney Plus, so then I definitely haven't seen it. But that's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit. There's a lot of good shit on Disney now, man. Besides all the Marvel movies and stuff. So I'll say this. I was not happy with Star Wars being bought by Disney and but the, the for the live action movies. Yeah. But I will say this, I will say this. I got there was something inside me that I got really excited when I thought about Disney doing more Star Wars animations. Yeah, because they're going to do another season of, of Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, Mr. Taylor is also on Rebels as well. Sweet. I don't remember the exact character he's playing, but. Um, they're also, I've been, I do a lot of YouTube vi- videos with uh, the theory people and some of the different Star Wars people who break stuff down. <clears throat> and they're talking about uh, Kathleen Kennedy's been stripped of her creative control, and now she's just in charge of one Disney show, one series on Netflix, directed by Leslie Mann. I forgot what the show's called, or if it hasn't been announced, but now they've hired George Lucas to work, and they're retconning the prequel, no, the sequel trilogy. The ones that just came out, mm-hmm. I think, because they've the the oh they're retconning the the animation to set up for the future. future <clears throat> no, the of... movies themselves. They're I mm. think they're going to try to say that because I forgot what the place is called the the realm between the worlds. Like in the Clone Wars, it's like the mirror, and you go into the the realm in between the. It's like the multiverse. I think they're going to try to say that this the sequel trilogy episode. Whoa. Seven, are, eight, are nine. Are they really setting up a multiverse of Star Wars? I'm thinking that because there's the fan backlash. That's complicated. The fan do. backlash of these last three movies are so harsh that they're they're just going to say that <laughs> this isn't part of it anymore. So what, they're going to try and bring a, bring bring back the extended <clears throat> universe? It's like, surprise! Well, they're, they're releasing a JJ cut of uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I think they said next year. Because Kathleen Kennedy came in and made so many changes. And this is all, I don't know, I'm not in the industry. This is just what several different videos and insider people. I haven't seen any of the new ones, but... Um, <clears throat> you haven't seen the new ones? I, I saw, what was 8, or not? Force Awakens? What was the, yeah, Awakens. I saw Awakens, and I was like, okay, well, Star Wars isn't for me anymore. Oh, but, you know... I was Star Wars. Star Wars starved. is great. Star Wars is amazing, but there's so much saturation of it. It's it's hard to stay. For me, it's hard to stay in love with it. That's yeah. That's to be expected. Disney bought it, though. I mean, we're gonna be. It's gonna be like As, Disney Princess time. I mean, Star Wars. It's gonna be everywhere. That's that's what everyone is afraid of, though. Right. What 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 is reality versus you know fear. Well, is, I mean, you know, Disney busted out the Mandalorian, and you know, people love the Mandalorian. It's really it's, good. 
Yeah, it's really good. But so that's so you you can't hate Disney for for making that bit of Star Wars, no. and they're coming out with a um, live action um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I know you know who they were talking about being Revan. Who are they talking about being Revan? Keanu. Keanu Reeves being Revan. Yep. I think he might be too old at this point, but I would fucking love that. I, I've seen that. It's rumored. It's that's out there. I've seen it on Twitter and I've heard it on YouTube videos. Because he, he he has the he reached out and said that he wanted to be a part of a Star Wars or a Marvel project. That was like mm-hmm. a year and a half ago or two years ago. So I don't know. He's he's coming back. He's doing stuff. He was in the cyberpunk video game and. Uh, the, <laughs> that's the John Wick. That is in the... 2077. It's going to be re- re- fucking released in 2077. I don't know how far, how long it's been pushed back. I thought it was out, but it, after you saying that, I don't know anymore. Has it been pushed <laughs> back that far? <laughs> I, I don't know if it's been pushed that back, but pushed back that far. But I'm I'm okay with it. I'm. I used to play that role playing game, Cyberpunk. It was Cyberpunk 2020. That's what it was called. How close were they? Not even close. I'm glad. It was post-apocalyptic, man. We're we're, we're just pre-apocalyptic. That's true. Well, in Cyberpunk, there was so many cybernetics, you know, diseases weren't weren't an issue. And so, in some ways, this is worse. Mm. But you don't have, like, war zones in every city to where if you go there, you expect to see cybernetic people with giant guns trying to kill you and stuff, so... Yeah, that's it's better in some ways. That's, that's a positive. <laughs> death or death? Did you see the uh, the trailer for that game, the Cyberpunk? I haven't, but I, I've okay. seen so many memes that I just have to like. Oh, the trailer was amazing. Invest before all this. Shit. I also love Cyberpunk in itself. Yeah, Cyberpunk. Like a awesome. game, game I play, Warframe is um, oh, kind of Cyberpunk ish. Okay. Kind of space Cyberpunk ninjas. <laughs> Yeah, I see pictures that you post from time to time on Instagram. Oh, it's fucking great. That game is a blast. It's a pain in my ass, but it's a fucking blast. Like, I wish I could show you my dojo that I've been building, because I know you like the uh, building aspect of Minecraft. Oh, that's the only... You know, and it was funny, because I I showed my mom, I'm like, you know, I avoided this game for years. Because it's so, like, basic. I mean, it looks mm-hmm. like a kid's game, basically, you know. And but then once you start building and digging, and you know, investing time in something, yeah. And you're, you know, I build towns and cities and this and that. Look what I made. Yeah, and it's it's one power surge it's, away from being gone. I mean, it's not a big, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also that same concept of Legos. You know, right. you take one block, you you build it, and you you start from the bottom, and. Rather than go by instructions or manuals, you get to do whatever you use want. your own creativity and build, you know, a, you know, a she, Japanese, you know, tower from ancient fucking feudal Japan, right? If you want to, or you know, burn it down if you feel like it. Well, have the the Japanese temple next to a Roman castle, next to a medieval castle, and you know, just build. But yeah, like you you kidnapped all of the fucking what is it uh, landmarks, right? From around the world. And my, my mom place. said, I don't see it, but... And she shrugged. She said, you always like playing with blocks. And I was like, oh, well, good. It works out. <laughs> Ding. There it goes. I really... I'm going to try actively next episode to not talk about Minecraft. 
to anybody who has a problem with it. I so hope that the, like the next it's person gonna be, who comes It's going to be a drinking Minecraft. game. Oh, uh, God, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but... I mean, no telling. I'm trying to find some more people to join, to join this, this realm that Pat made. Maybe start a Tesdy realm. Well, the thing is... That's another eight bucks. A, that's a really good that's idea. That's another eight bucks a month. Because to get a real yeah. realm started, it's like to start a server like that. It's like eight. I'm bucks sure there a are month people who would invest in that. Eight, like that would be awesome. If if you have ten people and they threw in fifty cents, or most of them threw in fifty cents or a dollar, I mean, I could throw a couple bucks you know? in. But I'm I got so many subscriptions now, I can't really just another eight bucks. That's like a half a tank of gas. Yeah, at this point. that's understanding. It's like having so many patreons. Right, that's so you gotta go, like, yeah, douching. and that's why I'm gonna. I was really trying to knock, knock my uh, TESD back down to twenty, unless the sixty, because I've never done more than twenty. Mm-hmm. Same. That's that, that's that subscription lifestyle, though. I, I know because then I got Disney, and then <laughs> uh, five or ten bucks to Kevin Smith, and then three hundred fifty dollars to OnlyFans. I don't have. I don't talk yeah, about. I don't have any of that stuff. I can't. Uh, whenever I can just get free porn, go to Pornhub. I don't. Yeah. The OnlyFans stuff, them specifically, you know, pointing at me and calling my name out. I don't give a shit about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm not not gonna divulge too much, but I I signed up to an OnlyFans and there was some pretty okay content. Like, well, I mean, I don't doubt it. You really like a. I mean, I don't like doubt a, it. Like a. Star, get free stuff. Not too bad. Yeah. Not technically, technically not free, but you know, like a little bonus. It's nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There would be a couple that I maybe would do that, but would you imagine if Sunday Jeff had an OnlyFans? As long as it wasn't a sexy thing, that'd, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no, I was thinking if it was a sexy thing. No. Uh-uh. Like, so I, so I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my hand here, and oh, I didn't no. want to tell anyone this, but oh, God. for this is gonna right be a when weird the edit. fig came out, do you, you, you know, you know about the fig? I didn't watch it on purpose. I heard the audio inside. Okay. Oh, there's no fucking way. Yeah. So I thought about taking that video and putting it on Pornhub. <laughs> Just, just the clips of everyone eating the fig, just because it would be fucked up and hilarious. <laughs> I mean, could you just imagine what, how, such a just reaction would be if he's going to Pornhub? You just see us like, hey, that's, hey, that's me. Who the fuck did this? But I had the better sense. I, yeah, I was going to say that that might backfire on you. <laughs> No, I, I had the good sense not to do it, so yeah, it's, I'm okay with <clears throat> I'm okay with having the idea and just having it be a fun. It's just that's way. that's how I'm, I've that's always there's for sure I know that I don't swing those kind of ways because just the audio alone I'm not homophobic and I don't have problems with gay people or anything in, at all anything but just the sound of that <clears throat> episode repulsed me to the to the point where. I did not want to even watch it. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with homophobia even because it was supposed to be them going down on a kind of like it's just, yeah. But it's, it's still just the sound repulsed well, me like to the point. it's like when the guy like, moans oh. during a porn. You're just like, come on, man. What are you doing? Oh, and there was one. Oh, where they did like the seven, the seven uh, rings of hell. 
Mm-hmm. The Halloween episode. The Halloween episode, and he was in the background jerking off and stuff. Get him! I'm oh like, God. I can't handle this, man. This is too much. And then at the well, end, there, it no, was just the audio the, uh, of it. 300? Oh, oh, was it 300? So someone was distracted. I don't remember that they. It was. I think it was a Halloween episode, but I don't know which one. That yeah, it's that can't that that will never leave my fucking yeah, it disturbed brain. Me. Uh, the, the fucking started up with dial-up. <laughs> that was funny. That, that, woof. Well, you know what it was? It's just someone slapping water. It's just someone slapping water. If I could have thought that, but I don't think I could have. Because I guarantee you, Giddim was not putting his balls right next to the microphone. Oh, no, no, I know, I know. Different layers. Well, I mean, he, he may have just recorded the audio off something else and just moaned to it himself. I mean, there's, there's no telling yeah. how it was, but it did sound... Well, he had, it, like, a conversation th- with himself. <laughs> He's like, okay, he got, like, a text, someone went to the <laughs> <Yeah>. door. <laughs> it was funny. It was just too much, man. I guess, I don't know if it's just because, uh, you know, the imagination, the weed, the the role-playing aspect that, that mm-hmm. I can imagine a lot... I don't know, man, but it was too much. And then at the end of the episode, it was just that audio, and I listened to maybe four seconds of it. Maybe not even that. I was like, "Oh, all the audio? No, I'm good on that." <laughs> They're like, "Oh my god, you got to see the video of the the figs." I'm like, "No, I don't. I really don't." They come okay. Like me okay. too. Nah. Oh man, this is gonna be some funny edits. Because we keep going in and out of conversation <laughs> that I don't want to be putting on here. Oh boy, it's gonna be fun. That's what I like about editing is to it's like a puzzle, and that's why. Oh yeah. That's why I don't like other people necessarily editing for me. Mm-hmm. Because there's stuff that in the moment I'll think, "Oh shit, I'm gonna take that out," and then when I'm editing, I'm like, "No, that's cool." And then there's stuff that I, when I'm editing, I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah." So it's just kind of like a puzzle piece game. It's it's fun. Yeah, for me, I, I mostly edit scripts, so I need to I go through different various takes of you know of each line recording. Right, right. So I'll go through and kind of Franken clip them together well, to you... make it sound like one complete sentence that sounds good. Right. Rather than you know a flubbed half part first half and then a great second half i'll try to find a similar sounding first half that sounds great and put them put the two together well you said the uh first episode of ant farm sounded good and it was absolutely a splice job all the way through so yeah that's a true statement right there well but what i said no, i guess it is a true statement <laughs> Yeah, Jason. Uh, but yeah, Jay Sarge gives me props in the second episode for the same thing. It's like, holy shit! I think he called me the steely-eyed missile man or some shit like that of editing. I don't, I don't get the creaky junior dude. Well, I talked to because I, I started a business. Uh, yeah, you're telling me about this, but um, God, well, I feel like I'm just repeating myself because I just said this on the other. I, I said a lot of the same shit in both of these episodes. I may end up doing that a lot. If it gets on people's nerves, you can let me know and I'll write it down. And... Oh, so well, if you said it on episode two, then I'll 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 wait until then. <laughs> well, there's already been several things that I've repeated from last episode or the episode <laughs> before that. So I mean, yep, lots of editing, lots of editing. <laughs> We're going for almost two hours and probably half, 
Maybe not that much, but a lot of it's going to be edited. At least 40 minutes, probably. Oh, um, I just remembered uh, Abby asked one thing. Um, the white whale. Right, right, right. I never answered that one. Right, 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 right. Oh, that reminds me uh, of the, the one uh, where Ming said right like 150-something times. Right says Ming, yeah. Right says Ming, that, yeah. That, that, yep, that's the, that, that's the callback. Uh, my white whale... One that it, well, the one that got away is that that's the white, the the white whale right I, the white whale is um the one that you ch- like your dream job the dream position that you're chasing after like Moby Dick you know you're mm-hmm. trying to get it and well, if you get it it might kill you <laughs> no I don't know if that's the end. <laughs> uh, no I mean that that is a very accurate description of pursuing a career yeah I mean it might um, it might end you if you get to it but. I mean, what a way to go out, though. <laughs> um, well, I've always had this dream of, I, I, I'm going to accomplish this. Um, a series of about eight or nine animations, um, whether that be movies, series, or even one or two games in there. Um, and then, you know, that create this thing that not only tells of my life story but also tells what I have what I believe I can contribute to it by writing these characters and sort of saying what everyone's thinking without having it you know said directly to you kind of change the game like really become what studio ghibli has um what's the word achieved and that is to be a undeniable animation series so the white whale for me in short too long didn't read version become not the next studio ghibli not the next Warner Brothers, but just create an animation, a series of animations that can leave the world better than when I entered it. Well, that's def- that's the white that's whale. That's definitely the the noble the noble thing, man. That's the white whale for sure. Well, I mean, you know, it kind of gets into not to go into my personal philosophy, but. Life is all about suffering and what you do with that suffering. Because you can, because if, if you, you know, lose someone that you really love, you can sit there and self-pity and dwell on it for years and years and years. Or you can accept the good parts and, you know, use that negativity to strengthen yourself. Because the, the most creative things were created under times of duress for the artists. Like, uh, who was the guy who cut off his ear? Michelangelo? Um, Leonardo so. da Vinci? Yeah, he was one, 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 of, of, them, one but, of the two or three. But, Picasso, maybe? Maybe I, Picasso, that sounds right. Um, but yeah, you think he wasn't flipping out when he was making all that fucking Sistine Chapel or whatever he was painting? You know, if, if he, he became a legendary artist. And he suffered his entire life, whether it be internally or externally. Right. 
And, I, you know, they say artists suffer for their art. So why not make that figurative speech a literal representation in the art itself? If that makes sense. Yeah. It's probably oddly worded, but... Yeah. Yeah. That's my white whale. Awesome. Okay, let's see. I think one or two more has popped in while we were talking. Let me go back, back, back. Where are we at? Da, 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 da. I sent you a couple on Mike Sullivan. the messenger as well. Mike Sullivan. Yeah, Mike Sullivan. He says he likes Nina Rad's question, but we already answered that one from last week about the desert island. How did the Sunday Shuffle come to be? We talked about that. Can you share any production secrets? Production secrets from does it any specific from it's from Sunday Jeff Shuffle? Yeah, he said. Uh, Mike Sullivan said, "How did you? How did the Sunday Shuffle come to be?" But we talked about that. And then, can you share any production secrets? Um. Jason just sent me a couple dick pics. Um, he didn't want me to tell you about that. Uh, what else? Uh, no. Um, get them. There, there's no real big secrets, um, except the only thing that was changed was Gidem's line. Uh, it was. I don't have it in front of me, but the first, uh, the right said Fred line wasn't in there. It was uh, something else. But other than that, it's, you know, that's about it, really. Uh, Alex says, which is one voice impression you find the hardest to do, and which impression have you tried but you couldn't do? Both questions, unfortunately, have the same answer, and I love this character, Donald Duck. I can't figure out how to do his voice. I can do his laugh, and I can do him angry. But, so his laugh, <laughs> and then his his angry, uh, but yeah, but as far as him talking, I, I have no jumping off point. I have no idea where to go. And I love his voice so much. Yeah, Donald Duck's pretty cool. Because he's got that sarcastic asshole who's always wrong type feel. And I just love it. Yeah, I, I can make noises like Donald, but I can't make words or anything like mm -hmm. that. It's impossible for me. I used to do it real good. Now I hurt my throat, I guess, because I've been smoking for years now. Decades. Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Right. <laughs> okay, so that was Alex. Let's see, there's more oh. Christopher Walken. I, I I can do Christopher Walken to death. So if if you want to hear a bit of Christopher Walken, I can go into that. No problem. Well, it's it's all the same. Uh, you know, Melody said, "Can Christopher Walken say hi?" And then Britt said, "Hi there, Melody." Britt says, "Damn it, you stole my Christopher Walken question." Nikki says, "There can never be too many Christopher Walken questions." That's true. There can never be too many Christopher Walken impressions. Personally, I like to divulge a bit of 
walk in time every day. Some people get up and stretch. I personally walking about makes me feel good. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for that pun. It's, it's alright. I dig it, man. It's serious conversation here. No lollygagging. Pussyfooting. I want to see you and sure I want to see you and Scoob get together. Chris walking in Scooby Doo. You know, let me tell you, I met Scooby Doo once. It was fantastic. His stone a friend. He was all over the place. Always eating, and there was this cute little nerdy girl with her. She had this weird affinity for losing her glasses. Oh, God. She couldn't see without her glasses, although she was in terrible danger. It was very unfortunate. But the Fred, he's a douche. Daphne, hotty but body. Oh, I heard that's how Christopher Walker feels about Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> oh, no. we do. Okay, here, here, here's a concept. Oh. Christopher Walken as Scooby-Doo. Oh, no. Wait, okay, how do I do this? I don't know. <laughs> hey, Raggy. Raggy, rah, rah, Ruby, Ruby, Roo. Raggy. <laughs> Roinks. <laughs> Roinks. Rinkies. Raffney. Ruby Rex. Oh no. Oh, that's too much, man. That hurts me. Someone asked me how I know Nate. Oh, Mike Sullivan uh, asked me how I know Nate. I assume he means Nate Townsend. Um, he's he's I, the only Nate in the, the anthill, isn't he? Yeah, I would assume so. Assume so. Um, I actually hit him up to do a little bit of work for me. Uh, I wanted him to do some writing for a. Uh, project of mine that I was working on that kind of got delayed or is going back to rewrite. So yeah, that's how I met him. Okay, that must have just come through. I hadn't seen that one yet. That was in my messages. Oh, cool. There's uh, You're awesome at doing voices. How did you get into that? Which I guess we talked about. Was that a yeah. was that dream was that dream what took you to Malibu? Oh, to Malibu. Um, so, no. Uh, I, for my job, I don't mind sharing this, a little bit of information, I document construction sites with drones. Oh, absolutely. So I go to that. construction That's sites, so cool. and um, uh, I film, you know, concrete pours. I film uh, weekly progression videos for the clients because and it's in Malibu, so a lot of them aren't necessarily home during that time of year because their other home is in you know florida or wherever the fuck so it really helps not only the client have a little bit of peace of mind so that they can watch the progress of their future home but it also helps the contractor get payment and also avoid huge 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 um, zoning and um, city issues. I this is kind of boring, but 
I was working, uh, a pool was being built and the, all the concrete had just been poured and the city comes and say, we need to make sure this one piece of PVC, PVC pipe is in this exact place. And they can't see this PVC pipe anymore because it's covered within, you know, two inches of concrete. So I go through all my pictures. I find the one PVC pipe right where it's supposed to be. And they don't have to tear up, you know, $10,000 worth of concrete. So that was definitely beneficial. I got a bonus that fucking week. Guarantee yeah, that's it. pretty good. But yeah, so How that's often do you uh, do that? not done. Is that like a full time kind of deal, or oh, yeah, it's my business. Like I actually have a business, Luke H Brown Productions. Awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. You can see some of my voice acting is stuff that, on uh, there. You have, you know, is that on Gmail like that too? Yeah. Do you have? Yeah, it's got a contact page and you have social all media for your production company and stuff too, or? Uh, I do, but I just don't post anything on it, really, because I. I'm trying to re-figure out how I want to get more into audio. I want to promote not only my audio, but my video as well. I'm just not really sold on how I want to do that yet. Okay. I got a brainstorm. Oh, here's something I just remembered. Um, For the past two years, I have done the Halloween intros. What do you mean? For the Tom Steve Dave podcast. I am the voice on the, instead of Walt, uh, so the Halloween intros, you, you know, you hear dun 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 and then talking. So for for the last two years, there have been a little bit of spooky themed voices that were neither Walt, Q, or Bry, or Guest. That was you. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you've been you've been doing stuff. Yeah, like 2019 that was great for that long, and you didn't fucking tell me, man. What's up? That that's that's some awesome shit. I'd I'd have been all over, man. <laughs> Sometimes, like, not 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 everything needs to be shouted out, but that is pretty cool, though. I will say that. You know, I don't want to flex too much in the ant hill. I, I I like to. I know that we need to keep our. Not our tails between our legs, but at least, you know, part of our heads down and eyes up. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with... I mean, the way I see it, and people get tired of hearing me talk about uh, being on Comic Book Man or Mike renewing our vows and stuff, but it's like, if if I can't talk about this to the ants, who the hell else can I talk about this to? Nobody else in my life gives a fuck about any of this shit. I mean, so if I, if I repeat my... I mean, all the people in my life are ants. So, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's... Thing. That's the exact thing. I just don't want to be like braggadocious about it. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get too big for my britches, as yeah. they say. I don't know. But now at the Sunday Jeff Shuffle, I'm 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 gone. I can keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I, I wish that I had something to offer like that, other than just support. I'm just another ant in the ant hill. I I can't really. I'm not. I'm not really great enough to where I could like get paid for editing apparently and i i don't have musical talent or i mean i don't know i don't know if you if you have an inherent ability to edit audio then if you practiced and got the actual learning like i did with voice acting there's 
no reason that you can't do it professionally. Maybe I am just lazy then, because I could always just get on YouTube and figure <laughs> this shit out. I mean, go to go get find someone who's a professional and actually you know pay the money. It's worth it because they're 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 going to give you the straight answers that you need. They're going to this is what you're doing wrong. They're going to give you the feedback, and that's really what you're paying for is is the feedback. Yeah, I'll look around. We'll see what we can do. I have faith in you, even if you don't have faith in yourself. Because the ants, the, the ants are unstoppable, man. We are immovable and unstoppable. Some college, they were doing a study, and they've discovered that there was a singular, like, anthill that went through the world. Like, it was connected. And I forgot what, what ant species it was. Oh, it was a couple of years ago. It was pretty awesome. To think that there was a singular ant colony that somehow or another spanned the whole planet. And then here we are. <laughs> Life imitates art. Yeah, I mean, there's there's drama and the there's drama in the ant hill from time to time, but it's just like siblings, man. Well, there's drama as, everywhere, as right? As soon as you yeah. uh, we fight amongst ourselves, but as soon as somebody fucks with us, we unite and okay, let's see. Fucking eight. I may have gotten to all the topic, all the questions, maybe. Because uh, I took screenshots of some, but then a bunch more came in, and, and then I kind of got mixed up with all this stuff over here. Melody wants a birthday. Shout out. Shout out, but it's not her birthday. So I'll say, Mary on birthday, Melody. I think that's all the questions I saw. Awesome. All right, well, since we're... Ooh getting into two hours and 15 minutes is there any final thoughts or anything you'd like to say to the anthill the the handful that listen at least oh don't worry it's just a it's a it's a new podcast people start listening it'll get better um, i promise i just gotta find a rhythm <laughs> I, I got a format i just kind of kind of ease it it took a little while for uh i don't know i'm not trying to compare this to babylon or anything like that because I'll shut up. Go ahead. What? <laughs> well, I'll share my thoughts on the anthill itself and the Tell em Steve Dave listeners and, I guess, Tell em Steve Dave overall. We, we've all been through shit. We all have our quirks. But, for whatever reason, we can't help but tell it like it is. And I think that's really what brings us together. That, Like I said earlier, that suffering that life is about in the anthill, that's the best place to turn it into something positive. A lot of the ants, whether they have the self-esteem to admit it or not, are very creative, very talented. And the whole point of my life is to inspire people to be more creative and do shit with their life. So get over yourself and fucking do something amazing. Because you have the ability, you have the people to support you, now you just need to do it. That's about it. Well said. There you go. Sweet. All right, and you plugged your production? Oh, Is there anything um, else you need to really, um, if you want to check out my SoundCloud, it's soundcloud.com slash Luke H. Brown. You can check out my... Other works at LukeHBrownProductions.com. Um, that's another thing I could do. 
And of course, follow me on Twitter at LH the dude. Ah, yes. That settles a debate that me and Jay Sarge had last episode. Because yes. I, I swore I was right, but I was wrong. All right. Um, and then you can find us at on Twitter at Ant Farm Podcast and on uh, TESD Ant Farm Pod at Gmail. If you have anything that y'all need to say, questions, comments, criticisms, I, I'm, I can take it. Let me know what's going on. Uh, any suggestions on people who want to be on? Everybody who wants to be on will eventually be on, I promise. But don't get mad if it's not a quick thing. Because I'm, I'm only doing, I'm only, do, I'm, I'm shooting for two a month. If I can get. Patience is required. Yeah, I mean, for real. Because I, I don't, I feel awkward and silly doing this, even though I've been podcasting for five years. So I'm just trying to, it's like I started all over because I took such a big break. Well, you're a busy guy. A few people are, you know. Yeah, I just, it, right. But I, I, I put more pressure on myself. Like, I want to get this done at a certain time, and if I can't, you know, it's not a big deal, because I'm just doing this for entertainment value, but, you know, I don't know. It just gets no, me when t- I can't. No, that makes total sense. That that goes back to what I was saying before, you know, the wrap-up. It's like, we have to get past our, that little voice in the back of our head tells us, no, we have to say, fuck you, I can do this, because here's the proof that I am good at it. So I'm going to do it, whether you want it or not. Right. Of course, you know, saying whether you want it or not is to yourself, to that self-doubt. With self me, it's, doubt. it's mostly just time restrictions. And when I come home from work at 4.30 in the morning after working for 12 hours, I'm like... Oh, yeah, fuck that. I think I'm fuck just, <laughs> just going to play Minecraft for an hour, smoke a bowl, and go to sleep. I mean, uh, I mean, what can you what can you do else besides that? Well, I mean, I can sit, sit here in front of the computer for a half hour a night and do a little editing and stuff, but man, isn't it much more efficient when you just bust it out one way all the, like for like an hour and a half though, rather than a half an hour. Well, it, it takes me, if an, if a podcast is two hours, it'll probably take me at least double or more. Oh yeah. Time. At least double. So it's there. There 30 minutes equals two hours. Sometimes. Yeah. And like, uh, with my other podcast, my partner, and I've said this before too. Um, I I knew him for twenty years before we started podcasting. I, mm. I never knew he had a stutter. Because in normal conversation, I just didn't focus on it and pay attention to it. But when I started having to edit audio, I was like, "Dude, I thought he you're going to hear my stutter a couple of times." You know, I haven't noticed. noticed <laughs> well, it's because you're stoned. Well, I mean. I'm just saying that if I didn't notice my best friend in 20 years, I definitely, yeah, definitely, person you just first time talking to. So it's it's, um, it's just weird because it takes a lot to edit. Always been on geek sometimes, not all the time, but no, it takes a lot of focus, and it sounds like you're passionate about it. So I really dig editing, man. I just wish I had a little more time because on the weekends when I'm not at work, I have my daughter, and. Mm-hmm. I get her every weekend, and I'm the type of person who she's basically everything I live for. So I, I give her constant yeah. attention. So there's just not lots of time to do anything. Well, this is then. This is going to be great for you. Then you get to practice what you love doing with the people you like most. 
you know, the out, outside of your family and your daughter and all that stuff. Yeah, the ants. Yeah. Yeah, the ants. Uh, this is a good step for you, then. I hope so. Because Lord knows I could be getting off my ass and doing the other podcast, too. So, but I mean, we'll see. I don't know how I'm going to work doing both. I might just stick with this one for a minute. Yeah. Share a little bit of love. Fucking A, man. This was fucking great. Thank you for having me on. No, thanks for coming on and having patience since this was a month in the making. Stuff kept coming up one way or another. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, I, I, hope, I hope you got a little bit more confidence from it. If anything. I mean, yeah. I, f- I felt better after I had talked for five or ten minutes. I mean, it says a lot that we've been talking for two and a half hours as to how comfortable I've gotten. So, <laughs> Well, people like talking to me, so... Don't 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 get your chest all puffed up with that. Oh well, thanks. I was trying to take something away from this. <laughs> nope. Well, thanks. Okay. No, seriously though, you you do sound much more comfortable, and you started you know opening up once I, once I started getting minutes. high. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I hey man, sometimes that's all it takes. Okay. So yeah, holler at us. We'll see you next episode. I don't have a sign off. Um. See you. Let's think of one right now. See you in TESD town. See you down. See you around the anthill. See you around the anthill. Oh, I guess Ant Farm. This is the Ant Farm podcast, I guess. See you in the Ant Farm. See you in the Ant Farm. Get over yourself and fucking do something amazing. <laughs>